Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I have dry balls. Balls so dry, and they explode like dust. Suck my balls, suck my balls. You must suck my golf balls. Mommy? Yes? Suck my balls. You got a lot of growing up to do, buddy. Suck my balls. Sorry, I'm different, but you can just suck my clit and my balls. You know what? You know what? That one. <laughs> suck my clit and balls. I don't have to suck your balls. Before this day is over, you will suck my balls. Suck my balls, fat ass. I will. I will suck your balls, cow. And I will get down on my knee and I will suck your balls. I'll suck them dry, cow. Suck my balls, cow. Well, excuse my French, Mrs. Marsh, but you can suck my fat, hairy balls. Suck my big balls and your hairy butt balls. Suck my big balls and your hairy butt balls. What is that? It's my balls! God damn it, Carmen! How would you like to suck my balls? What did you say? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Actually, what I said was... How would you like to suck my balls, Mr. Garrison? Holy shit, dude. Cosmo's a bitch, she's a big fat bitch, she's the biggest bitch in the whole wide world, she's a stupid bitch, if there ever was a bitch, she's a bitch too, all the boys and girls. Shut up, Corbin! Out of hell! It's your hanky! Monday she's a bitch, on Tuesday she's a bitch, and Wednesday to Saturday she's a bitch, then on Sunday just to be different, she's a super king, and may I may I be yacht! Golly, that isn't very nice, I'd sure like to teach him a lesson! Have you ever met my friend Cosmo? She's the biggest bitch in the whole wide world, she's a mean old bitch, and she has stupid hair, she's a bitch, 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 bitch! Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition of Suck My Balls. Suck them, suck them. Put them in your mouth and suck them. I'm your host of the most who lives on the West Coast. Your boy, MSG, Matthew Schaffer, hyphen agage. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Matthew underscore Schaffer, though. Of course, you can check out our sponsors, ratsaladreview.com and hackerhemming.podbean.com. We're on iTunes, Spotify, Anchor, Stitcher, Breaker, Places, Google, Go download us. We're everywhere now. Rate us. Share us. Tell your mom, tell your dad, tell your brother. Go to uh, anchor.com slash suckmyballs slash support. Become a monthly member, and you can be a cool person that helps buy us more shit. I don't know. Or, you know, sell out cash in bro dunk. Um, we already started up, so we're at phase one. And Ian. That's right. <laughs> Ian, you're back. <laughs> Jackson. And uh, check it out. Um, He's back, everyone. He's back. (laughs) You can now follow me at Twitter at ScoopBJackson. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. 
Yeah. Uh-oh. I appreciate that because sometimes, Scoop, you can't be a little bit controversial by the Twitter handle. You, you saw a couple things. Yeah, so, so that's from, why I made the personal one. Things <laughs> I'm not on that same wavelength. I didn't have the same thing. Dude. You were like, yeah, maybe. But I'll tell you what. People were replying. People were liking us. Likes up. Follows up. Downloads up. People are listening. People are talking. They're, they're ta- our, our podcast sucks. Our podcast awesome. That's all that matters. Is all that matters, baby. The reaction, baby. And welcome back to the edition of Suck My Balls, the South Park Review. If you've never listened to this show, well, you're going to be in for a treat because this is episode number 10. We did it. <laughs> we actually made it to 10 episodes. We did it. Um, did you look at season two? How many episodes are in season two, by the way? Yes, we have 22. Oh, my God. <laughs> great. <laughs> a, lot of episodes. a lot of episodes. We still have, uh, after this episode, of course, uh, we still have technically four, I want to say, right? 10, 11, 12, 13, four left of uh, season one, which will, of course, continue to take you down that park, that road to South Park. Uh, but, yes, on tonight's episode, it was the Christmas episode that we watched. Mr. Hanky. The Christmas poo, the cold classic, the the coup de shit, if you will, that started it all. Scoop. Howdy ho. That's right. Howdy ho, children. My name's Mr. Hanky, the Christmas poo. And uh, on this particular episode of South Park, they got festive. It was the latest part. It was the latest episode on their holiday excursion for a brand new show. We got the Halloween episode. We got the Thanksgiving episode. And now we've got the Christmas episode. And in this Christmas episode, you know, they definitely, uh, you know, they got they, they got their eye on PC. Wouldn't you say in this episode, this is a definitely a lot about political correctness. And I think that's definitely, you know, uh, comparable to what's going on right now. I mean, even with our own Twitter. Right. Yeah. Um, and it's a little, it, a little PC for South Park too. And it's in a little bit where they, they dance on the line with the baby and everything during the play. But yeah, this one was, <laughs> we'll get into this it is right there. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's the ninth episode of the first season of the, the uh, South Park. It originally aired on Comedy Central on December the 17th of 1997. This episode also marked the first appearances of Craig Tucker, Mr. Hankey, and of course the school counselor, Mr. Mac. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, in the episode, the Jewish character Kyle, of course, feels excluded uh, from the town's celebration during Christmas. This is also the first ever musical episode. I mean, I mean, it's not necessarily like something people think about, but this whole episode was essentially a musical. You know what I mean? And it, it's a uh, it, it, they definitely had a lot of uh, bangers in the song. Of course, the famous song, which you know I had to use to open up this episode, Kyle's Mom's Bitch. I mean, you can't go this. this. <laughs> so, um, but yes, there's also, of course, uh, Kyle's being comforted by a talking piece of shit. Um, and uh, Mr. Hanky, of course, uh, only comes to live in certain aspects. 
Um, this was written and directed by the guys, of course, Matt Stone, Trey, a pucker. They wanted to make Mr. Hankey the lead character heavily influenced by the Peanuts Christmas special, Charlie Brown Christmas. Mr. Hankey, the Christmas crew, was the first South Park fully animated Christmas special episode. The first musical episode and the only episode in season one, and therefore the first time in the series in which Kenny does not die. Kenny survives this episode. It's Christmas. It's yes. Christmas. I was going to bring that one up. Um, Do now, you think that's why? Do you think that's why? They did that on purpose, right? Yeah, they kind of yeah. like it was Christmas. Like, Because if you look at that episode that we just watched uh, as far as – did they really kill anybody in the episode? Was there really any deaths? Starving Marvin. Oh. No, I'm, I'm at Christmas. You're you're going oh, to go back too far. One, you're, this... you're still two weeks back, buddy. You were here last week. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. So no. Um... <laughs> we have to go back, Marty. We have to go back. As far as deaths in this episode, you know what? No, I don't. Don't recall any. I don't. Not think a single any one. Death in this episode. I think they definitely tried to make kind of like a Christmas style episode. Now, it received positive reviews, and it has been described as one of South Park's classic episodes. Now, during the time of the original broadcast, it received four and a half million viewers, which at the time was their highest rated South Park episode, and it was the fourth highest overall for a basic cable entertainment program in the year of 1997 itself. So it was the top one of the top four highest rated cable programs that year, that episode. Um, uh, it also introduced the popular South Park songs, I'm a Jew, a Lonely Jew, on Christmas. And Kyle's mom is a big fat bitch. Uh, the, of course, the, the creator of uh, also the, what's interesting though is the creator of Ren Stimpy accused Parker and Stone of stealing idea from of Mr. Hankey from him, which the duo vehemently denied. Um, but you know, I, I could maybe see some parodies if you go back and look at the, some of the disgusting things Ren and Stippy did. But and they also had log log. Everyone loves a log. You can do whatever the log. So, I, but that's not necessarily stealing from them. Like, yeah, if that's what they're well, really referring to. It was at a time where things were, you know, chain or well. You know, on that line of Ren and Stimpy was right there. You know what I'm saying? But it was still able to be on Nickelodeon, whereas South Park was over here. So I can kind of almost see, like, they were at the same time. But, yeah, I don't. Can you really say that they stole from the Ren and Stimpy show? Or they just kind of fed off each other and they just kind of ate into each other's vibes and just produced some of the greatest cartoons of all time? I'm glad you asked because the Mr. Hankey character was based on the idea from Trey Parker's father, actually, who created it when he was toilet training Trey <laughs> as a child. Parker said he refused to flush the toilet as a child. So his father told him if he did not flush down his stool, which he called Mr. Hankey, it would come to life and kill him. Oh, boy. The concept stayed with Parker throughout his childhood, <laughs> starting in elementary school and throughout his entire education. He would often draw the character in class wearing a sailor's hat instead of Santa Claus hat he would later wear in South Park. Uh, Parker shared that concept with future uh, South Park co-star Matt Stone when the two met at the University of Colorado, and the duo immediately knew they wanted to create a film or production involving Mr. <laughs> Hankey. Wait, isn't there an episode where he actually does don a sailor's outfit? Or his kid? 
Uh, yes, his kid does wear a sailor's outfit. <laughs> when we get the tales of Mr. Hanky, and then uh, back to the pilot when the boys have to create the Spirit of Christmas episode. Uh, but yeah, it, it's it's this was a classic, you know. And they had thought about making three short minute films involving a boy who befriended the talkie poop, but Mr. Hanky would not come alive for anybody else, prompting others to believe the boy was crazy. Um, let's uh let's talk about this episode. Let's get right into it. It starts off with the boys. They are in school. They're on uh rehearsing a Christmas uh play for the town because in the town of South Park they don't even have a high school. You know that's what I've learned. Mm-hmm. They got a middle they school, an elementary school. I don't think they have. A, I think they might have a middle school because there's sixth graders, right? But they don't really show them because they don't really show them going to the same school. But maybe they're K through six. I went through a K through six. Um. Same so thing. if you, if you never make it past elementary school, <laughs> then all you've got is elementary school and all the elementary school events. So it starts off with the boys singing, and uh, you know we wish you a merry Christmas. We wish you a merry Christmas. Stands lights, please, and he kind of does that Charlie Brown style of monologue, you know. And then there were the same uh, country shepherds abiding in the fields, keeping watch over the flocks by night. You know, it goes through his whole spiel. Uh, and then they, they they start to like have the birth of Jesus. So, <laughs> come on, Mary, push! Ah, I can see its head. It's a boy. Wendy's like panting and making noises, and Kyle's like, "Come on, Mary, push!" Wendy's, I can see the head. Yeah, Wendy's like, "Ah!" And then uh, she pushes it out. And uh, a doll pops out beside Mary and flips through the air. Joseph catches it, Kyle, that being. Kyle says, it's a boy. And unfortunately, though, he's holding the uh, doll wrong as he's holding it up by the top of his head. Mr. Mm -hmm. Garrison stops the production, says, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. What the hell was that? (laughs) You need to hold the baby by the leg, not by the head. What kind of sick weirdo are you? Uh, you know, Kyle says, sorry, Mr. Garrison says, and Wendy, I'm still not believing the labor pains. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Wendy says, okay. And then all of a sudden, Sheila shows up. Yeah, where, what is she, I've been wanting to ask this question. Where the fuck did she come from? Why is Sheila even there? You know, she's the only parent that's there, too. Her and Mr. Mackey, apparently. So here's my only logical thought process, right? Now I'm going to pick apart it. (laughs) One of two things. Either A, Kyle's mom is just a bitch, and she just showed up to fucking police this shit because she's Jewish. B, she showed up right at the end of the, like, the end of the school day to pick him up. She happened to maybe be the first teacher there, saw what was going on. I was like, what the hell's going on? Why is my son in a Christmas play when he's Jewish? Because that's her biggest gripe here, right? Mm-hmm. She's like, what are you doing? Don't you know that Kyle's Jewish? The funny thing, though, throughout the whole episode is everyone's like, oh, you're Jewish, dude? And Kyle's like, dude, it's not my fault. <laughs> Oh, wait a minute. Okay, hold on, hold on. I should probably put up the trigger discretion advised. Do we actually have people come at us being triggered? I I haven't seen anything. That's why I put up trigger discretion advised. Stan says, why are you Jewish on Christmas, Kyle? Yeah, there it is. That's what I was going to (laughs) say. 
Mr. Garrison says, okay, Kyle, is there anything you could do for the Christmas play that isn't related to Jesus? And Sheila's like, how about the dreidel song, booby? And Kyle's like, I can sing the Mr. Hanky song. And Mr. Garrison's like, the Mr. Hanky song, how does that go? Mr. Hanky, the Christmas, Christmas poo. You love me, and I love and you. I love you. Therefore, vicariously, he'll love you too, even if you're a Jew. Sometimes he's hairy, sometimes he's corny. He could be brown, brown or greenish brown, brown or greenish green, brown or greenish brown. But if you eat lots of fiber on Christmas Eve, he might just come your town. <laughs> <laughs> I did not look that up, by the way. That was all of my head. That's uh, one of my favorites. I love this episode. You know, I, I honestly, openly, I watch this episode every year during Christmas, so it's kind of yep. weird to watch it again right now in February because I just watched yeah. this episode two months ago. And, the, and I had to watch it twice because there was a couple things, and I was like, wait, did that really just <laughs> – What did you see so far? I mean, was there anything opening here that you want to point out? Like um, it took twice to realize that when Stan was like, yeah, Kyle, why do you have to be Jewish on Christmas? As if he can turn it off and on. I thought that was pretty – I was like, whoa. <laughs> That's not that's not controversial at all. That's hey, not Jeff, gonna throw it into anybody's face. I mean, they go at Jewish people every episode in these early seasons. So hard, like all the way up until like season eight, maybe with the passion. I saw the pat. I saw the passion cat, and did it. Did it, rabbit. All right, I already did this bit. <laughs> yeah, so the passion of the Jew. Yeah. Uh, you know what? We also haven't been able to talk. I don't know if we talked about it on the last podcast, but I, did I tell you I'm still I'm excited for season two, episode ten when we get to the planetarium. I can't wait till the we get planet area. I hollow Rob Baldwin says that that's all allow me to say the T. When he says the word T. I know says the allow me to say the word blah. Hollow Rob Baldwin says it doesn't let me say the word T and the word. Best part about that whole, I know I'm like not even talking about Mr. Hanky, but the best part about that whole episode is the stoners are like totally unaffected though. They're like, what dude? <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally chipping balls, bro. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> oh, I just went off of you did. <sighs> Oh, I can't wait till we get to that episode. Like that's why I asked you. Do you know how many episodes are in season two? So I'm like counting down. I'm like, okay, 14 episodes till we get to that, and also like uh, <laughs> nine episodes until we get to Chicken Lover. Uh, so Sheila says, "Now that does it. I'm going to go straight to the mayor about you, Mr. Garrison, because Mr. Garrison says." Uh, uh, oh, no, no, they're talking about the this shit. what happens song. when you raise a pagan. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> Kyle's singing the shit song, and that's what Garrison says. This is what happens when you raise a pagan. And Mr. Garrison. I'm going Garrison... to the mayor about you. Wait, wait, was it the pagan, Mark? Yeah, exactly. And then uh, Wendy's like, uh, you guys, look, it's snowing. So they go outside. They're eating snow, and <laughs> Cartman's like, hey, Kyle, you can't eat this snow. It, it's, it's Christmas snow. It's Christmas snow. snow. What the hell are you doing? Jewish people can't eat Christmas snow. We can too. No, I think it's against the law, dude. Officer Barbrady. What? Is it illegal for Jews to eat Christmas snow? Yes. Damn it! And, and Stan, Kyle's like, yeah, we can too. And uh, Stan's like, nah, dude, I, I actually think that's against the law, dude. So Kyle apparently can just openly yell out in the traffic, there's Officer Barbrady. <laughs> just there you know. He says, uh, Officer Barbrady. 
Barb Brady's like, what? What? He's like, what? is it is it illegal for Jewish people to eat Christmas dough? And he's like, yes. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> and then Stan's like, hey, come on, guys. We have to go to the mall and tell Santa Claus what we want for Christmas. Cartman says, yeah. We'll see you later, Kyle. Guess you're not reaching for your cum since you don't get Christmas presents. And then Kyle says, no, but I get Hanukkah presents for eight days. And Cartman says, yeah, too bad. It's usually a dreidel or something lame like that. Stan says, we'll catch up with you later. So they go to the mall. And this is where Kyle goes into his song. You know, he's like, uh, you know, uh, about why don't I, I have Mr. Hanky. He comes out of the toilet every year and gets presents to everybody. And Cartman's like, uh, Kyle, come on. Seriously, you, you're really reaching right now. <laughs> Santa, but I do have Mr. Hanky the Christmas poo. What, what is this about Christmas poo, dude? Mr. Hanky, he comes out of the toilet every year and gives presents to everybody who has a lot of fiber in their diet. Uh, Kyle, come on, Shishi. You are really reaching right now. Well, you're gonna be sorry when you see me riding around on Santa's sleigh with Mr. Hanky, fat ass. You're not gonna ride on Santa's sleigh because you're a Jew, Kyle. Because <laughs> Dad's like, what is it about this Christmas poo? Kyle's like, well, you're gonna be sorry... When you see me riding around on Santa's sleigh with Mr. Hanky fat ass. And yeah, then, well, you can't ride on Santa's sleigh because you're Jewish. That's exactly. You're not going to ride on Santa's sleigh because you're a Jew. <laughs> and then Stan's like, see you around, dude. So him and Wendy, and, you know, he takes off with his hoochie mama. Ain't nothing but a hoochie mama. She ain't nothing but a hoochie mama. Anyway, um, Kyle sings his, his song, which we'll cut to here. Uh, it's hard to be a Jew on Christmas. <laughs> It's hard to be a Jew on Christmas. My friends won't let me join in any games. And I can't sing Christmas songs or decorate a Christmas tree. Or leave water out for Rudolph cause there's something wrong with me. My people don't believe in Jesus Christ divinity. I'm a Jew. I'll only do on Christmas. Hanukkah is nice, but why is it that Santa passes over my house every year? And instead of eating ham, I have to eat kosher latkes. Instead of Silent Night, I'm singing Huhachtogavish. And what the f*** is up with lighting all these f***ing candles? Tell me, please. I'm a Jew, a lonely Jew. I'd be merry, but I'm Hebrew on Christmas. So we now cut back to outside City Hall. We got the mayor, and the mayor's like, "Um, everybody, settle down." And there's a large woman. Mayor, we are deeply offended that the nativity scene in front of the Capitol office, church, and state are separate. Some guys like, "No, wrong." Kyle pops in. He's like, "What do you get? What's going on, guys?" And Stan's like, "The whole town's pissed off." And Sheila's like, "This isn't all, Mayor. The school play is doing a nativity scene, and it isn't being sensitive to the Jewish community." <laughs> Garrison says, you are the Jewish community. <laughs> you are the Jewish community. The crowd's all like, yeah! 
And then uh, Cartman's like, I'm a super bitch yet again. <laughs> Kyle says, don't call my mom a bitch, Cartman. Father Maxie then gets into an argument. You know, the nativity is what Christmas is all about. If you remove Christ, you remove Santa and Frosty and all that garbage, too. And the crowd's like, ah, yes! Some woman's like, hallelujah! Hallelujah! Oh, my God. And then, I don't know why, this is how they have uh, it labeled on the script. It says tree hugger. And the tree hugger says, and we must put a stop to cutting down all the Christmas trees. <laughs> Labeled as tree hugger in the credits. Sweet Moses. Uh, then we see Uncle Jimbo, and he's like, and I'm sick and tired of those little flaps on the coffee lids. If you don't want to spill your coffee, you shouldn't be driving. <laughs> Leave it to Jimbo. Leave it to Jimbo. The crowd, like, everybody goes into silence. They're like, yeah, yeah. So uh, they basically go back and forth, and they get the idea they need to come up with a new icon for Christmas. Kyle tries to pitch the poop, uh, and then uh, you know he tries to sing the Mr. Hanky song, and Cartman's like, "Never mind him. He's a very disturbed little boy." <laughs> and Kenny said, "Kyle's crazy." Stan's like, "Yeah," and she's like, "Okay, Kyle, we're leaving right now." So they drag him away, and they all decide they're going to put together. Uh, uh, Oh, here's the one joke of the year. Uh, they all decide that they're going to go ahead and, uh, you know, put together the most non-offensive uh, religious mi- mi- to minority groups. To any, you know, they're going to put together this whole charade for that's uh, non-offensive. This PC. And then Mr. Garrison raises his hand to give a suggestion. Mayor McDaniel says, yes, Mr. Garrison. Mr. Garrison says. Can we get rid of all the Mexicans? <laughs> and Mayor McDaniel says, no, Mr. Garrison, we cannot get all get rid of all the Mexicans. Mr. Garrison goes, rats. So we're, you know, we're in the episode here. We we've definitely got some political correctness showing now, right? Because you've got the town in uproar, bitching and complaining, and being basically offended by everything. And that's where we're at now in society. Everybody gets offended by little things. Or they, they're hanging out in their inner chambers, and they, they overreact. They're emotional without even having conversations. Now, I'm not saying you can't have emotions, right? You know, even me and you argue because we're, we're buds. But it's not like you're not going to be like five, ten minutes later, all right, let's talk about it because I love you. So, you know what I mean? It's not going to be like, I'm not going to talk to you anymore. Fuck you, blocked. Like, you know, so, and I think that's where we're at now in society. People don't want to like – have conversations they just want to be like no bye-bye and also they want to chastise you if you don't believe in their beliefs and if you're not politically correct if you don't fall in line right if you don't believe with the status quo and what everybody else is believing then uh you're a detriment to society everyone has to have their got, safe space blah, blah, blah. i got into a huge argument with this Cunt with a capital C. Trigger discretion advised. Now, I, I don't use that term all the time. I reserve it for special bitches that deserve the word cunt. Now, she or he displayed super so- anti social behavior, saying that I 
would be much happier living alone if the worst of the world died. And it's Whoa, like, that's fucking exactly. Hard. And so I responded, well, I have just as much of a right to live as you do. We don't necessarily have to agree, but we definitely have to get along. Otherwise, this is all going to burn down. Coexist. Exactly. And she says, no, I don't have to. I don't have to live with anybody. I can live alone. And I was like, all right, well, then that's how everybody's going to die. You just cut yourself up. And that's a whole thing now is this correlates with society is if they don't like it anymore, oh, you swipe to the left, it's gone. You block it. You delete the number. It no longer exists. You can, quote, unquote, delete it from your life now. Uh, when I was younger, in high school, I was kind of a hothead. So I had to learn how, when I would get mad, I would get really? mad for like, You yeah, were a hothead? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I still kind of am. I fully admit. It's one of my faults, and I, I'm working every you know day what really it hard. Is? Honestly, I'm going I'm to tell you what it really is, because I'm a hothead too. Uh, it's the Italian, bro. Like, it's right. the Italian. It definitely. I'm not yeah. saying that's like I, we play soul bling. Oh, I'm Italian. And it's, I have a disease. Like, no one's saying that. But, like, because we can control our emotions. But it's definitely, you know, it's the Italian. The loud, blah, blah, blah. Handle your business and then go have, have fun. You know what I'm saying? Right. Go ahead. But early on, I had to learn how to repair and fix relationships because. You know, we've gotten into the tussles where it's like, you know, we'll get mad at each other or you get mad at somebody, you'll say things. And it's just like, oh, well, that was kind of uncalled for. And a lot of people that actually get to know me on that level, it's, you know, sometimes just anger gets the best of you and there's you know nothing really you can do. But in today, a lot of people don't work on that conflict resolution. Even in the workplace, there's not a whole lot of conflict resolution. It's just, you know, that's why 52% of marriages today don't work. It's just they, nobody wants to take the time to calm down, separate from themselves, come back, have an adult conversation. Explain why they're doing certain things. And then, like, when, because I feel like if that happened, if a lot of people that just, oh, fuck you, dude, block, if they, they take the time, cool off, come back, they're going to realize holy shit, I was a fucking idiot. I am so sorry. Uh, wh- what can I do to help make remedy the situation? Like, I'm, I'm, just, I'm really sorry. You know, there, a lot of that doesn't happen today. You know? well, th- well, the thing about also is, too, there's a couple of things. One, when we were kids, and I'm the same way, you know, I, had, I have a big mouth. I still have a big mouth. I, mine's is curbed now, and I use it only in certain ways or with certain people that I know that are not, not going to get offended, right? Like you, right. particularly. I'll just be honest with you. <laughs> I'll be like, blah, blah, blah. And I'll be like, oh, that was probably kind of fucked up. <laughs> like, shouldn't have been. But, like, most of the time, like, I, I have a filter on now because as a kid, I didn't. I just, bleh, I was bored vomit, and I would... My brain moves at an accelerated rate due to having bipolar and a you know cognitive synapsis that fires my brain faster, and I speak faster. So trying to slow down sometimes is even a challenge. But I would you know I'd put people in their place just using the power of words, and that would incite anger. And right. eventually, though, you got to come to the grips with that's not how you can live your life. Now we had to face those people head on in front of us. So, like, if you talked that shit to somebody who was twice your fucking size, they were up in your fucking face. 
Now people just do it online. There's no repercussions from it. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So you factor those two things in. There's the emotional disconnection of not like having to fucking face the fucking reaper after you fucking talk to him, you know, the wrong way. And then there's right. also the ability to block people out. So it's literally you can go online and be a troll, log off. Never have to deal with that person. Never have again. to deal block with them. And... Yeah, exactly. So like, there's no, there's just that emotional disconnection, man. You know, no, mm-hmm. the emotional disconnection is not there anymore. And I'm not, I know it's, it's weird because now we're getting older. And now we're the old guys saying shit like, you know, these dumb kids and their phones and their internet and they're never going outside and playing in the sun. Well, fuck up. Right. Um, <laughs> but it's it, like, but I'm not saying that, but reality being is like, there's just, there's a, because of the fact that we grew up, me and you grew up kind of in that middle of the generational where we were at the tail end of our parents' uh, adolescence into adulthood and into our own, into the technology, and then into, you know, our bro- younger brothers or sisters or younger family members, right? So, like, we've seen uh, three different generations almost. You know, we were born right, right at the end of Gen uh, Is it X? Gen Y? Gen Z? Baby boomers? Gen X? Gen X. So we were born right at the end of Gen X. Then you've got the millennials, and now you've got Gen Y. Is that where we're at now? Gen Y? Or I think so. I don't know, man. There's all these different weirdo things. All I know is we were we we've, we've been kind of through three different of those. So we've kind of had the ability to go. You know, we were we were kids. We went outside. We played with our friends. When computers started coming out, we were in high school. That we started learning those things. You know what I mean? Now. Everybody, I mean, you're literally think about this, bro. It's 2020. Somebody was born in 2002 when the internet was just getting started. By the time they had the ability to understand what was fluidly going on, let's say seven to ten years old, internet was in full function by that point. <laughs> 2009, 2010. We're in Gen Alpha, by the way. Oh my God, whatever. <laughs> so yeah, man, that it, it's crazy coming back to if you he, he, as far as to our episode here in, you know, South Park, you know, you've got a bunch of PC people who are just pissed and that's where we're at now in society as well. Yep. So, uh, so we go back now to Kyle's house, you know, Gerald and Sheila are scolding Kyle for, uh, bringing up the piece of shit song, Mr. Hanky. Uh, now Gerald's all trying to be the strong father figure. Now I want you to repeat after me. There's no such thing as Mr. Hanky. And you just see Sheila in the background. Listen to your father, Kyle. And she didn't let me handle this. Right. It's <laughs> sick and disgusting, and we will simply not have it. Your father's right, Kyle. Um, and then uh, Gerald's like, now I want you to repeat after me. There's no such thing as Mr. Hanky. And then, you know, so he makes Kyle repeat, there's no such thing as Mr. Hanky. Uh, now he says, now go brush your teeth, march into bed. You won't be opening your Hanukkah present. Uh, Kyle says, probably another stupid dreidel. Gerald says, what did you say? And meanwhile, while this is all going on, Ike in the background is fucking with the menorah, and he's mm-hmm. now caught on fire. <laughs> and he said, Ike's on fire. He's <laughs> like, Ike's on fire. And they're like, oh, oh, flames. They go put him out. Uh, you know, great parenting there. You, know, you yeah. can't even pay attention to your infant. Anyway. Mm-hmm. So Kyle's in the bathroom now. He's pissed. He's taking a poop. And uh, – or no, he's not taking a poop. He's brushing his teeth. I'm sorry. He says, it, it isn't fair. I don't want to be an outcast. And all of a sudden you hear from the toilet, hi. Kyle's like, I'm not hearing that. And then Mr. Hanky pops out. Howdy ho. Um, Howdy ho, Kyle. Gosh, you're looking swell. And Kyle says, go away, Mr. Hanky. You know something, Kyle? 
You smell an awful lot like flowers. I, I kind of wanted to see like um, an evil Mr. Hanky now. Like if someone could go back and dub that and where Kyle says, go away, Mr. Hanky. I'd like Mr. Hanky to pop out of the toilet and say something along the lines of, you know something, Kyle? You're a little bitch. <laughs> 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 I give you Christmas presents and Christmas cheer every year, you little fucking Jew. And you have to talk this way to me. Go fuck yourself. When you're sleeping tonight, I'm going to put my asshole in your mouth. Like, that's what he should have said. But, you know, we don't get cranky, Mr. Hanky. <laughs> Not yet, anyway. Oh, how come they didn't talk about, how come they didn't use that in the new episodes? Cranky Hanky. Like, that would have been, that would have been easy. Why didn't yeah. They... Is anyway. he still, he's still alive, right? Yeah, he's still, he's alive. still alive, but he had to leave South Park. That's right. Kicked out. Yeah. You know, he takes too much Ambien, goes on Twitter. <laughs> says things he shouldn't say um so mr hanky says uh, not real well shucks if i were real could i sing this jolly christmas song santa claus is on his way he's known as good as don't say it dropped him off on christmas day and i'll say howdy ho and then kyle, kyle says mr hanky shall get in trouble folk look out the road the fire sing a song a strong choir pretty song they're all retired i'll say howdy ho <laughs> hope it's santa claus real soon i'm waiting for the and then Gerald pops in, and then all of a sudden you just see Kyle holding a piece of shit, and there's shit everywhere because the piece of shit, Mr. Hanky, has been jumping around the uh, the bathroom. And what they very vividly do is whenever he touches anything, it leaves, leaves a little shit. spot, leaves little shit stains. And he had, he had uh, spelled out the word Noel, Noel, in shit. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, his dad's sitting there pounding on the door. What you doing in there? What you doing in there? He barges in, sees Kyle holding the piece of shit. He gets upset, sends him to bed, and he goes, now you think about how your mother is going to have to clean up this mess. <laughs> and he just gets Sheila in the background. What? She certainly did that a lot in this episode, didn't she? What? 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 Whoopee. Right. And uh, so he goes to sleep. Um, all of a sudden, you see Mr. Hanky now pop up in bed. <laughs> now, so now, you know, his blanket's got a shit stain. Uh, Kyle says, Mr. Hanky, where the hell did you go? And Mr. Hanky's like, You should be, you should be wearing socks to sleep, Kyle. You're gonna catch cold. <laughs> Kyle says, Nobody leaves and you're not my friend. He's like, Oh, gee, that's too bad. He's like, How'd you like to come to school with me tomorrow? Mr. Hanky agrees that's a great idea. And Kyle's like, Yeah, we'll show them. So now we go back to the downtown South Park with the mayor. The mayor says, Okay, people. We got to turn this place around, take down anything that's offensive to any specific group, which is interesting because, like, I honestly feel like this could happen. Where basically, yeah, the basically the mayor makes everybody take down anything that's considered offensive when it comes to holidays, Christmas, Hanukkah, but mostly Christmas stuff, right? So Christmas trees, lights, mistletoe, decorations, everything, and you know, anything that's out there. And yeah, I definitely could, unfortunately, like they're all, I'm not saying, look, the media always wants to purport the war on Christmas. You can't say Merry Christmas anymore. You have to say Happy Holidays. That's ridiculous. No, that's not. I always say Merry Christmas. Yeah, that's not accurate. If you say Merry Christmas to somebody, most of the time, if they are not going to celebrate it, they're not going to clap back at you and be like, well, fuck you. I'm Jewish. They'll just be like, you too, or have a good, or you have a great holiday, or have a good one. Like, they're just going to be polite. Most people aren't just going to be assholes. 
and be like, no, fuck you. I'm celebrating Kwanzaa. Fuck your pagan white guy holiday. Like, I rarely run into situations like that. And I rarely run in, you know, to anybody who, like, really gives a shit what you celebrate. You'll find it online. I have just now realized, had a little bit of epiphany there while we were talking. People will be offended on fucking line. Yeah. You only get those social justice warrior Karens that'll actually say something in public, but they are so wrong. You just half the time you're either stupid enough to believe them or you're just like, wow, you're so loud. I don't want to deal with you. But like you're saying, nobody's going to say in person, like you're standing at Ross, Merry Christmas. Excuse me. Uh, I don't celebrate Christmas. I am very offended. I need to speak to your manager, your district manager, because this is absolutely ridiculous. No, they'll they'll go. They're like, oh, Merry Christmas, and then they'll go online, and they're like, I cannot believe this. And someone's like, Tell me, Karen. Tell me what happened. Oh, I was standing in the line at Ross, and they said Merry Christmas. <laughs> I don't celebrate Christmas. <gasps> Karen, oh my God, that is a travesty. We must end Ross like that. It's online where you don't have to deal with the consequences of someone else's face staring back at you like, are you really this retarded? Like the other day, uh, last week, I went um, – this dude was in the middle of a two-separate turnway. He was in the middle going one way, so I kind of went around him. Okay. This dude followed me, wow. went in reverse, went back into his lane, like rolled down his window with his girlfriend sitting right next to him. And like flipping me off and all this. And I just look at him like, who the fuck are you? Like, right. I don't even like. And so he goes in reverse again, pulls out of the turning lane, comes into the far right lane, starts following me, gets next to me. I slow down and I'm like, all right, what do you want? And I look at him and I'm like, what? And he's like, oh, you want to hit my truck? What are you talking about? And he's just like screaming out his window. Oh, you want to hit me? You want to hit my truck? And all this stuff. And I'm just like, are you. I don't, I don't understand. Even... <laughs> Dude, that's happened to me before. Like one time I was coming out the freeway like late at night, okay, and I'm coming down the ramp. The ramp's 40 miles, but you're coming off the freeway going 60. So you do gradually get slower, but as you get toward the end of it and it's a fucking red light and there's cars in front of you, you slow down a little bit, right? right. Slow down to 20. And it's also a long red light. So I'm not going to hurry up to a red light. I'm trying to slow down steadily or go slow to get to the light as le- you know, so we don't have to come to a complete stop. Okay, so I do come to a complete stop eventually because I get to the front. So this guy pulls out and like after I make the left hand turn and he's like pulls up beside me at the next red light and starts like and I got my music blasting. I'm listening to reggae. I just got off work and like so like I can see him. I all of a sudden I I just turn you know because I'm just checking blind sides and everything and I just see him like honking and yelling at me and I was like I turn out my I rolled down my window and I was like. What's up, bro? Like, I maybe thought he'd want to, you know, talk about my music or something because people do that all the time, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I'd be like, uh, and I was like, what? What's up, bro? He's like, what the fuck's your problem? You don't know how to fucking break correctly? Learn how to fucking break. And like, he's like, then he tried to run me off the road, bro. Like, I had, like, like, he just got viciously. And then, like, you, like, he tried to cut me off and I just took my foot off the gas to let him do his fucking weird thing. But yeah, bro, people are fucking crazy, bro. Road rage, bro. Calm down, people. Yeah, calm, calm down. down. Calm down, brothers. Calm life's down. Not, life's not worth well, living. Really, you, so... you know, you're talking about Twitter, bro. There are 360, 370, whatever amount of million Americans. 
there. You want to know how many uh, users are on Twitter? 262 million. You want to know how many of those are not United States Americans? About 179 of them or 180 of them. There's only 48 million Americans on Twitter. So, like, you're probably – and then of those 48 Americans, I bet you there's only about 1 to 2 million people are the ones really, like, bitching. Those are the one – those are the small percentage of people in our, in our country that get on Twitter and get this loud voice, and then they, they go viral. So Yeah, we need to stop with that. And it's just like, you know, the ones that don't, we get it. We understand like, come on, man, it's Christmas. Come on, man, it's Thanksgiving. Come on, people have their beliefs. Let them live the life that they want to. Sharing and caring. Like, my decisions to not believe in God, to put it in another dude's butt, does not affect you yeah. in any physical, mental way whatsoever. So these people need to get the fuck over themselves. Like, Just chill, bro. Seriously, let's just all live in a happy world, man. We've got a we've got a, a a fucking president to vote for. Let's worry about that. Oh my gosh. Anyway, let's not talk about that. Mayor McDaniels uh, has everybody take down <laughs> stuff. Stan says, uh, "You guys, I'm getting that John Elway football helmet for Christmas." And Cartman says, "How do you know?" And Stan says, "I looked at my parents' closet last night." And Cartman says, "Yeah, well, I sneaked around my mom's closet too and saw what I'm getting: the Ultra Vibe Pleasure 2000. What's that?" I don't know, but it sounds pretty sweet. And so Kyle says, hey, everybody. Sam's like, what's in the box, dude? Kyle's like, it's a surprise. And Kyle's like, let me see. The boys gather around the box and open up the box. Dude, sick! Is this some kind of Jewish tradition? Wait, you guys, he's alive! Kyle, I think you better get home and get some sleep. Come on, dance! Dance! Dance, damn you! And it's literally a lifeless piece of poop, obviously. And Stan's like, dude, sick. <laughs> and says, Is this some kind of Jewish tradition? <laughs> and Kenny mumbles under his breath. That is the sickest thing I have ever fucking seen. <laughs> and Kenny has seen some pretty sick things. Oh, my gosh. So Kyle says, I think you better go home and get some sleep, says Stan. I'm sorry. And Kyle says, come on, dance, 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 damn you. And then uh, now we kind of go to a researcher. He's shown uh, with six subjects. And the researcher says, now, this is very simple. I'm going to say words. and The computer will measure how offended you are by them. In this way, we can find out which words are at least offensive for us to say in the holiday season. Are we ready? So he starts doing his research, right? He says, Christ. A couple responses. Christ. Hmm. Okay. Chair. Hmm. Camel. Hmm. Sand. Stupid wop dago. Stupid wop dago or dago. (laughs) Is that going to be like Italian or I mean? So uh, dirty wop dago. Dago comes from... um... It's it's like very offensive to an actual Italian from Italy because what does an Italian do? They sit around and watch the day go by. A day go. Um, WAP. I'm not sure where that one came from, but uh, when I was playing Halo Two when back in high school, this black kid started going off on me, calling me a dirty WAP and all this. And my dad came in and just unplugged the Xbox and said, "I'm not allowed to play it anymore. I'm not gonna listen to people call me that." 
So he was very, very offended by it. I'm not exactly sure on where WAP came from, but I know Dago is not. Dago and WAP are not good things to call. It's basically calling a black person the N-word. Oh, wow. So calling an Italian. Gotcha. Gotcha. So so it's like um, interesting. Like there's that – who's that guy that works for CNN? Uh, Chris Cuomo. He got upset because somebody called him a – Franken or Frieden or something, Frito, a Frito, I don't know, something. He called him like an offensive Italian slur, and like the CNN guy got like really upset. And I was like, "Give me that CNN guy." <laughs> He's like, "I don't fucking care." He's like off the clock on some like event, like in regular clothes. He's like, "You want to get my fucking face and talking like that?" And then the guy was like so impressed that the guy actually clapped back. He's like, "You know what? I kind of like you now." <laughs> Like he came up to him like to insult him because he's a big Trump supporter, and because the, the CNN guy got real with them, he was like, "Oh, okay, yeah, I got, I kind of like you. You got some balls." <laughs> I was like, "Oh wow, interesting. That's guys for you. Guys will like flip their idea on a dime. I don't like that guy. You know what? I kind of like that guy. <laughs> he's cool." Um, stupid Wap Dago, according to Urban Dictionary, stand says. <laughs> A person of Mediterranean heritage usually seen sporting tracksuit pants and a greasy mullet. Also enjoys working on a variety of highly inefficient vehicles, not limited to muscle cars, but also Japanese brands commonly associated with ricers. That's what this says, by the way. Now I'm not saying that. Although these will have that unique stupid WAP Dago touch added to them. And then let's use it in a sentence. <laughs> w- yeah, hey, yo, wow, that greasy fuck Tony never stops working on that piece of shit valiant of his, you know? It's a really fucking stupid Wob Dago. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Stupid Wob Dago. Would you, no, wasn't good? That wasn't a good impersonation? That was pretty funny, though. Yeah, that was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll do less voices. Uh, let's move. Let's go. <laughs> Shout out to uh, so Mr. Garrison says, okay, children, I'm having a really hard time with our Christmas play after they took away the, the Christmas tree. And says the new state laws, the new state law says we can't sing any songs having to do with Jesus or Santa Claus. So Cartman says that, that's thanks to Kyle's mother. And Kyle says, shut up, Cartman. Mr. Garrison says, so does anybody know of any non-Santa or non-Jesus Christmas songs? Cartman raises his hand. Yes, Eric. How about we sing Kyle's mom is a stupid bitch in D minor? And Kyle says, I told you not to call my mom a bitch, Cartman. And, and he does that, like, excited sound. Yeah. And then yeah. he sings the song, which you heard at the beginning of that episode. But he sings, you know, Kyle's mom's a bitch. She's a big, fat bitch. She's the biggest bitch in the whole wide world. She's a stupid bitch. If there ever was a bitch, she's a bitch to all the boys and girls. Mondays she be, on Mondays she's a bitch, and Tuesday she's a bitch. On Wednesday to Saturday she's a bitch. Then on Sunday, just to be different, she's a super king kamea mea biatch. Have you ever met my friend Kyle's mom? She's the biggest bitch in the whole wide world. She's a mean old bitch because she's a stupid. <laughs> Have you ever met my friend Kyle's mom? She's the biggest bitch in the whole wide world. She's a mean old bitch because she has because she has stupid hair. She's a bitch, 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 bitch. She's a stupid bitch. Kyle's mom's a bitch, and she's such a dirty bitch. Kyle's mom is a bitch. Only reason why I wanted to like recite those lyrics because sometimes you know people are like, oh, what were they actually saying? That's what Carmen was saying. So Kyle gets upset. Well, actually, not Kyle getting upset. Mr. Hanky pops out of the box while this is going on. Kyle can only see him. Says, "Girl, that's." 
like, oh, it's not very nice. And well, he uh, he, he attacks Cartman, and it appears that Kyle has <laughs> thrown shit at Cartman while at school. Cartman's like, Gross. stinks. You sick Good. bastard. So now he's in the counselor's office, Kyle, that is. Mr. Beck says, uh, now, now, uh, Kyle, I just go counselor. Uh, I want to try and help you confront your problems, okay? Okay. Um, well, it's my understanding that, uh, you, um, uh, you have an acute case of, uh, fecophilia. And Kyle's like, what's that? Well, uh, fecophilia is somebody who's obsessed with, uh, milk steaks, Kyle. Okay. Milk steaks. <laughs> he's like, no, I understand that you're Jewish. Is that right, Kyle? He's like, that must be a pretty hard time for you. Being Christmas and all, do other kids make fun of you? Why did it sound like it was a setup for the Doctor Phil show? Do other kids make fun of you? Do they point at you? Do they call you names? <laughs> Mr. Mackey's like oh. seems like he's kind of baiting Kyle here, doesn't he? A little bit. He definitely tries to because he goes, uh, "Oh, that's good, Kyle." He goes, "Mad enough to kill Kyle," and like it gets all <laughs> serious, and like you get like a. Uh, it was what we call in um, production. You get a, a full super close up, just right up on his eyes. <laughs> and, uh, and Kyle's like, "No, dude!" And then it, it, it uh, crashes back and pulls out. And Mr. Master Mashkey's like, "Oh, that's good." You see, Kyle. Sometimes we feel like an outsider. We uh, we create friends, okay, in our mind, okay. And then uh, Kyle says, uh, but Mr. Hinky seems so real. Well, of course he does. And you're screwed up little head. He's the only friend you had. And then, uh, well, he goes, to, he starts to take a drink from his coffee. And Kyle sees that Mr. Hinky is taking a bath. <laughs> in Mr. Garrison's coffee. So Mr. Garrison is legitimately now drinking shit. And as uh, two individuals who have cups of coffee right now, well, um, I'll drink to that shit. I'll drink to that. Mm. Best part of waking up is Mr. Hickey in your cup. <laughs> uh, so Mr. Mackey continues to go on until eventually he does realize. And he, go, uh, he goes, oh, my God, you sick little monkey. <laughs> right now, you're nuttier than Chinese chicken salad. Okay. I mean, you're one screwed up little kid. Do you understand? So try and stay positive, stay away from drugs and alcohol, and in the meantime, I'm going to put you on a heavy regimen of Prozac. <gasps> oh, oh my god, you sick little monkey! You sick little monkey! Apparently he was taking it back to clerks too, there you go. Uh, Kyle's mouth is twisted with uh, Sharing sh- or whatever, so now he's all in the gym, like, chasing mr garrison like sorry mr Mackey, trying to get him to like show him that mr uh, hanky is real and then mr garrison says okay children we just received word from the mayor that uh christmas play can't include any christmas lights since they offend people with epilepsy and then mr garrison uh says so Kenny, would you please go over there and pull the light cords out of the wall so he goes out doesn't die uh, Mr. Garrison says, now let's practice our... And then all of a sudden, Mr. Mackey rushes in. He goes, no, get away from me. Here, just look more closely at it. No, go away. Stan, you need to do something about your friend. Okay? Get him out of here before he hurts anybody. Okay? They commit him. They take Kyle to a mental hospital. Isn't that kind of fucked up, dude? Like, they don't even take him to a, a therapist bit. first? They just commit him. They don't even take him to a regular doctor first? And, like... Kyle says that he's a clinically diagnosed aphecophiliac on Xanax. 
Prozac. Prozac. How did it get that fast? He just had one conversation. Mr. Mackey. Mr. Mackey <laughs> hadn't even got the medicine yet. How did um? I, I want to know where, where the implications of Mr. Mackey being able to write a prescription for one. Like he's a high high school counselor. Excuse me, a school counselor. Well, this is the night. a prescription for Prozac. Like Prozac is pretty serious, and if he's already taking it, there's he needs to have a uh, a wean off. You know what I mean? He can't just stop not taking Prozac without withdrawal symptoms. Yeah, no, that's true, but uh, maybe that's what he was having withdrawals, you know, because this stupid piece of shit ruined his life. <laughs> no, we saw that on the podcast, but I pulled out the Mr. Hanky uh, South Park Funko Pop, as I have everyone. And also, uh, dude, Rome hit me up, and apparently he is sending me a wacky wobbler for my birthday. And you know I got the wobblers collected. I'm trying to get those now. So I think it's an SDC version one too. So it's pretty cool. I'm pretty I pay pay sweet. Pretty cool. So yeah, they committed their friend, bro. Fucked up, you know? Yeah, and they don't have any like repercussions about it or anything. No, I mean he's gone. He's gone. So the nurse says, uh, any allergies? Kyle says no. Nurse says jacket, uh other than Kyle saying you know, he's a feel filiac on Prozac. Carmen's like, <laughs> bad cat, happy handicaps. <laughs> he just bounces. And Mr. Garrison's like, okay, children, does anyone have their, everyone have their leotards on? And they do. They look back and the camera now looks out to the audience. And then there's an artsy guy. He's like, good. It looks like they're taking the Christmas trees down. And then some other guy, his date's like, yes. And there's nothing Christian either. This should be great. And then Sheila's like, oh, this could be such a wonderful Christmas play. I wish our, our little Kyle was here to see it. And then uh, Kyle's <laughs> he's just, go ahead. He's in the mental institution just singing. Yeah, he's singing dreidel, 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 dreidel. Second, third, same as first. Dreidel, dreidel, dreidel. So it really looks like Kyle has kind of gone crazy here, right? And you actually start, for the first time when you're watching this episode, you kind of start to think, maybe there is no talking piece of poo. (laughs) Like, maybe this is all in Kyle's head. Because why is Kyle the only one that can see the talking poo? But we'll find out. We certainly will find out what the reason why that is. So... There, uh, there's a star above the stage. Some guy's like, "Go take that down." Jimbo's like, "Oh come on!" <laughs> the guy's <laughs> like, "Hey, don't you put your beliefs on me, buddy." And then you see Randy just all of a sudden in the background goes, "I agree." <laughs> <laughs> like, first of all, where'd you come from, Randy? And why did you agree? Like, I think he just totally did that to stir the pot. I agree. <laughs> I think so too. Um, so Mr. Garrison peeks through the curtain, says, Oh my god. So Kenny asks Kenny to climb the ladder. Kenny climbs the ladder, does not die, takes the star down successfully with the shark take back there, no less. So uh the MC comes out, says, Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the South Park Elementary holiday experience. Before we bring out the kiddos for the play, here's a non-offensive, non-denominational holiday song by the school chef. I'm gonna lay you down, bother you along. I'm gonna love you right. Baby, I'm gonna deck your halls and silent your night. You'll hear the herald angels sing when I'm sliding off your bra. I just can't wait to jingle your bells and follow your love. 
Carlos here. It just doesn't seem right without him. Well, okay, going to be locked up for a while, so get used to it. So Chef starts singing. He says, I'm going to lay you down by the U-log. I'm going to love you right. Baby, I'm going to deck your halls and silence your nights. So he does his whole, you know, singing thing while Kyle, Kenny is taking down the star. And then Stan's like, I just wish Kyle was here. It just doesn't feel right without him. And Chef's like, and you can hear Chef saying, so we should make love because if we don't. <laughs> and then the crowd cheers and he's, you know, giving the round of applause. And Garrison tells him to get ready. Uh, South Park Elementary presents the happy, uh, non-offensive, non-denominational Christmas party with music and lyrics by New York Middleist composer Philip Glass. And then some Philip Glass moves into position, starts playing his keyboards, the curtains draw back, and the kids look out the audience and they begin to move around. <laughs> and the voiceover, like, okay, first of all, I'm going to cut to this, but we're still going to talk about this. As I turn and look into the sun, the rays burn my eyes. How like a turtle the sun looks. What the hell is this? This is horrible! This is the most god-awful piece of crap I've ever seen! Hey, you're the ones who made it this way! Yeah, it's because the Jews said it couldn't be Christian! It wasn't our idea to take out Santa Claus! All you bastards ruined Christmas! So first of all of that, it's like the music's like... And then he says things like... As I turn and look into the sun, the rays burn my eyes. How like a turtle the sun looks. <laughs> you just see people in the crowd. They're like, "What the hell is this?" And Mr. Garrison, well, it's your fault, right? Mr. Garrison's like, "Well, you're the ones who made it this way." And Father Maxi, the the priest, is like, "Yeah, it's because the Jews said it couldn't be Christian." Gerald was like, "It wasn't our idea to take out Santa Claus." Again, the tree hugger uh, in the background, and this time you can tell he's a tree hugger. Are you bastard? You all you bastards ruined Christmas. They all start fighting. And then all of a sudden, you know, Stan says, this sucks, dude. This is like the worst Christmas ever. Wendy says, yeah. And Chef now comes out on stage and says, hey, where's Kyle? Stan's like, we committed him. Chef's like, why? And Cartman's like, because he kept seeing this little brown piece of Christmas poo everywhere he went. Chef's like, Christmas poo? Oh, you mean Mr. Hanky? And Stan's like, uh-oh. Crowd continues to brawl. Sheila uses a chair on her husband who quickly falls to the floor. I don't know if you caught that. Uh, she watches him fall, which is interesting. Uh, and uh, now we're going to get a quick commercial break from our sponsor, Mr. Hanky. See, kids, why the long faces? We're bored. There's nothing to do. Well, maybe this will help. Mr. Hanky Construction Set! That's right, kids. Now you can make your very own Mr. Hanky. Just use this special fecal fishing net and select your best Mr. Hanky. That one! Then use the handcrafted Hanky stand to add whatever eyes, mouths, and hats you want. I made a mariachi, Mr. Hanky. Now it's a Mrs. Hanky. Let's put the fizz hat on him. I wish Daddy was still alive. Mr. Hanky playset comes with everything seen here. Hey, where's Mr. Hanky? Mr. Hanky <laughs> <laughs> Love you, sweetheart. I love you, too. <laughs> Now we come back in the gym. The man in the blue is thrown from his post for the third time. Um, and then the Brofowskis have Father Maxie trapped. They're, like, beating him up. Stan says, this is horrible. Everybody's fighting. My best friend is an institution, all because we didn't believe in Mr. Hankey. And Chef says, well, you can believe in him now. So that's how you make him appear, Scoop. You have to believe in Mr. Hankey. 
Yeah, you didn't know that? No, I didn't know that. Now that, we that know. Was, that was one of the things here in my notes when I went back and watched it the second time. I was wondering, because like you said, uh, it, I started to think, well, wait a second. Is Kyle actually crazy right, right now? And then it's, then Chef is like, well, now you can believe in him. And then it's like, there it is. That's it. Wendy says, I believe in Mr. Hankey. Shoebox on one side of the stage starts to jump and the lid pops up. Mr. Hankey comes out. Mr. Hankey says, howdy ho. Mr. Hankey says, howdy ho, folks. Gosh, you do smell nice and flowery. And then uh, Cartman and Stan both go, whoa. Uh, Mr. Hankey says, howdy ho, Chef. Chef says, howdy ho, Mr. Hankey. <laughs> This is the best line of my favorite the whole episode. Okay, that does it. Screw you guys, I'm going home. Talking poo is where I draw the line. <laughs> Even it's too much for Carmen. Fuck that this dude. Talking poo. <laughs> no, dude. I'm, I'm going home. I'm going home as a Carmen leaves. Uh, Mr. Hankey says, what's all the ruckus? Chef says, I'm glad you're here, Mr. Hankey. The whole town is about to kill each other. Mr. Hankey says, I reckon this could all be... Uh, just job for Mr. Hankey. So tells him to stop fighting. He says, come on, guys. Don't fight. People focus so hard on things around Christmas that you've forgotten what's right about it. Don't you see? This is the one time of year where you're supposed to forget all the bad stuff. Stop worrying about being sad and stay the world. And just for one day, say, all oh, the heck with it. Let's sing and dance and bake cookies. I wish we could do that every day, Ian. I wish we could just say, all oh, the heck with it and sing and dance and bake cookies. Bake cookies. You know, I, I mean, we could technically do the singing and dancing part, um, I don't know if we could really say all the heck with it um, because, it, you know, if we just said all the heck with everything, we might not get things done. And then we wouldn't even make the cookies. We'd be like, all the heck with it. I'm just going to sing. And then I'm going to dance. And then guess what? You're not even going to be dancing anymore because you don't want to work out. So now you're laying in bed singing yourself. Nobody wants that. Nobody. Nobody makes me bleed my own blood. Nobody. Nobody makes me bleed my own blood. So Stan says, dude, this is pretty fucked up right here. When the <laughs> when the piece of shit came alive. <laughs> dude, this is pretty fucked up right here. Uh, Kyle's uh, back in the mental institution saying, I'm a Jew. I'm a lonely Jew on Christmas. Mr. Hangy shows up. Kyle thinks he's still insane. But then all of a sudden, it's like the fucking water boy scene where the whole fucking town is staying outside the hospital. And everyone's like, oh, you can see him. Merry Christmas, Kyle Broflowski, which is fucked up because he's Jewish. <laughs> so not even respecting his religion. Kyle says, you guys can see him. They're like, yes. They op- the nurse opens the door. He runs out. They start singing the song, Mr. Hankey, the Christmas poo. Um, so Mr. Hankey says, well, I've got a long night ahead of me. Bye-bye. Merry Christmas. He floats up to meet Santa as they leave. Then Carmen all of a sudden pops up. Goodbye, Mr. Hankey. Bring me lots of presents. I always believed in you. And then Santa, <laughs> you can hear Santa Claus saying howdy ho. Ho, ho, ho. And then uh, Stan says, you know, I learned something today. You know, I learned something today. I learned that Jewish people are okay. And that Hanukkah can be cool too. Yeah. I like, and I like Kyle's when he does this. Yeah. You know, it seems like everything's still not right. And they're all looking back and forth. Everyone's continuing to look over because they're wondering if Kenny is going to die. And then guess what? The end credits actually roll and Kenny does not die. That's right. He says, woohoo. We do get a post-credit scene with Jesus at the South Park Public Access channel. And he's singing happy birthday to himself. Happy birthday to me. Because it's his birthday too. Uh, And that is how the episode of Check Mabos. Or I guess that's how the episode season one, episode nine, I should say. I'm sorry. 
of uh, Mr. Hanky Ends. Overall, there was definitely talked about a lot of political correctness in this video. People willing to go to extremes. Uh, I thought there was also maybe a little bit of uh, jumping to conclusions, right? Just because it may you think someone is crazy, maybe ultimately they may not, right? Uh, like you could even stand think about that. Mister Hanky could be a metaphor in this case for providing to others uh, hope and the idea. That if you believe in something, it can be real. You know what I'm saying? Even a piece of shit, like South Park, right? A piece of shit. <laughs> Our shitty show, right? I mean, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Our show is great. Love it. South Park, download us. Um, Hackerhumming.podbean.com, ratsaladreview.com. And uh, yeah, so, I mean, overall, Ian, what did you think of this episode, buddy? Um, The last part where Kenny jumps up and is like, woohoo! Now, everybody kind of feels like, he didn't die. Kenny knows he didn't die. Now, you know, going back to Mysterio, and we're going to jump a little ahead, but you're getting little fourth wall breaks with Kenny. So I think that Kenny knows that he's a cartoon. I don't know about that. Like, and I don't even, I mean, because we know he doesn't find out until he's immortal until later when he, when he becomes uh, Mysterio when he's trying to take out Cthulhu, right? Because that's how he finds out about his superpowers and understands what it is. Uh, but I think that it's not that Kenny realizes he's a cartoon. I just think that Kenny's a lot more mature than the boys. So he's able to recognize different things because they haven't evolved yet from an emotional standpoint. Whereas Kenny's exposed to his dad and mom doing crack <laughs> and, you know, being economically and fiscally poor versus, yeah, Cartman's mom is a crack whore, but she doesn't do it in front of him. For the most part, he lives in a nice, clean home where his mom takes care of him. You know what I mean? So the the I think it's just Kenny's um you know natural selection of where he lives how he's raised i would say though you know i mean would you put this in scoops top 25 or scops is that what we're doing scoops top 25 yeah um this is in the teens the teens it'll be one of the teens so i'm thinking between 15 and 19 somewhere in there we can because it, this first Christmas episode, yep. first Mister, you know, first Mister Hanky, you know, we got a lot of good elements in this one, you know. And uh, we got uh, Kyle's mom's big fat bitch. Oh, cold classic song. I love that so, fucking song. I know. So, dude, I had that a, when ringtones became a thing. Remember back in the day? I mean, I guess ringtones. Yeah. I guess thing but when ringtones were really a thing right when we were fucking like trying to figure out ways to fucking go online and chop them and then transfer them over to our phones so we could use them and shit <laughs> i had that fucking theme song like i want to say with my second or third cell phone cosmos bitch is a big fat bitch is the biggest bitch in the whole wide world <laughs> i got I had a, trouble for doing that i had a friend named kyle <laughs> so anytime he called it that song that number went off uh no, I mean I bought my own phone. My parents didn't pay for it, so they can't tell me what to do with my phone. <laughs> yeah, it's just my my dad found it offensive when oh. it would go off. You also grew up in a different family. Mormon, so there's that. LDS. Yeah, baby. LDS, baby. Bang. <laughs> 
But overall, guys, that's going to do it for another edition of Suck My Balls, a South Park review. I think we did a lot better this time, Ian. Look at that. About an hour this time, you know, a little bit over an hour and 10 minutes. Got our our flow down a little bit, a little bit more streamlined for you guys today. Yeah, we did have a couple tangents, but for the most part, we tried to stay on topic and keep the uh, conversation of what we were talking about, if we did, relevant to where we were at in the episode. And we hope we continue. We hope you continue to uh, like our episodes, guys. You know, give us your feedback. Shoot us an email. Suck my balls pod at Gmail. You can find us on Twitter, on Instagram at Suck My Balls Pod, on Facebook at South Park Pod. My name is Matt Schaffer. You can follow me on Twitter, on Instagram at Matthew underscore Schaffer. And uh, Scoop, you have a Twitter too. So where can they follow you again? You can follow me at Scoop B Jackson. Scoop B Jackson. Hold on, let me see. Time out, time out. Scoop B Jackson. I think it's actually SCPJ. Yeah, it's at SCPJXN. So it's Scoop Jackson abbreviated. SCPJXN. 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 There you go. SCPJXN. SCPJXN. So yeah, hit him up there, guys. Also, of course, if you're listening to on us on HackerHomming.Podbean.com or Rat Salad Review, we definitely appreciate you continuing to check us out. Please hit our iTunes. Like, you know, even if uh, for some reason, you know, uh, we decide that we just want to streamline to one feed only, you won't be able to listen to our episodes. So uh, check us out there. Like us, rate us, download from there. Even if you listen to the HackerHomming, if you download it, we still get the downloads too because you're listening to it either way and, you know, you're taking the time to do that. And, Proves our stream, our numbers and feeds so we can continue to grow. Uh, this is episode 10, and we want to continue to deliver the remaining 297 episodes and counting. Um, <laughs> but uh, that is going to do it for another edition of Shack Mabout. Ian, do you know what the next episode is? Next episode is... Damien. Yes, the same Damien, that should be a good episode. So yeah, check us out next week, guys, for when we review Damien South Park right here on another edition of Sick Man Bad. Sick Man Bad. We've all heard of Rudolph and his shiny nose, and we all know Frosty who's made out of snow, but all of those stories seem kind of gay. Cause we all know who brightens up our holiday. Mr. Hanky, the Christmas poo, small and brown, he comes from you. Sit on the toilet, here he comes, squeezing tween your festive buns. A present from down below, spreading joy with a howdy He's seen the love inside of you, cause he's a piece of poo. Sometimes he's nutty, sometimes he's corny He can be brown or greenish brown But if you eat fiber on Christmas Eve He might come to your town Mr. Hanky, the Christmas poo He loves me, I love you Therefore, vicariously, he loves you I can make him Mr. Hanky, too Sometimes he's runny, sometimes he's burned, sometimes
sometimes he hangs off the end of your ass and won't fall in the toilet because he's just clinging to your sphincter and he won't drop off and so you shake your ass around try to get it to drop in the toilet and finally it does. Mr. Hank gave a Christmas poo Christmas leaves he must leave too Flush him down but he's never gone His smell and his fear 